All right, folks, welcome back to the Roswell UFO Symposium. I am your host, Mike. I am joined by co-host Shane and co-host Toby. Um, you know, I changed Toby's name because he asked for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, What's up, everybody? Uh, there's a little confusion before we get started. I want to clear something up. I think Shane's been putting it out there that he was waiting for me to start the podcast while Toby and I were waiting for a half hour uh for shane so i don't know what universe or world shane lives in but apparently it's not reality bro yeah reality Uh, it's not the man the man does like five wardrobe changes an episode that's all i'm gonna say yeah he's a real diva tell me that Chris told me that same thing. She goes, you change your clothes more in one day than I've ever seen anybody. Every time we're about I to start, he's up. like, I got to change my shirt. I got to change my hat. I got to change this. You don't be, you know what they call the, you guys back in my day? Haters. Keep moving, bro. Keep on moving. All right. Well, we're haters. Speaking of, hey, guys. Uh, I don't know if we can or not, Mike. I'm going to, do we have my link for the Wounded Warrior Project in the campaign down here? I believe we do, yes. I mean, the campaign, cool. Because, uh. Oh, I don't know about a specific campaign, but we have the link to okay, Wounded well, Warrior. Okay, well, I'll give it to you to add my campaign to it because if you donate $25 and you take a screenshot and you send it to our Gmail, which is roswellufosymposium at gmail.com or at roswellufosymposium, you have to be following both Roswell UFO Symposium and be subscribed to our YouTube as well as um, the UFO Rabbit Hole with Kelly Chase, make sure you're subscribed, following. And then what we're going to do is we have five tickets to Alien Con. March, what is it, 3rd through 5th, Toby? Yes. Good work. Really? Good work. I I need to know the dates for your giveaway. Okay, March 3rd through 5th. (laughs) I was just trying to kick it to you, but here's the thing. They're weekend passes. They're worth, like, Toby told me 120 bucks, but that doesn't matter. Uh, Jay Stratton speaking um dr uh travis taylor um also who uh, george knapp jeremy corbell man if i could go but i'll already be in roswell for the ufo expo so five tickets and if you go to my the, our page on ufo twitter or twitter i keep saying ufo twitter you know i kind of put a video on what what you need to do and there's also a contest for who just retweets it and gets the most retweets gets one of those so I want to thank Kelly. Uh, she invited me on a Zoom the other day, which was also a fundraiser for the Wounded Warrior Project with Dr. Jim Madden, who is a philosopher. And I got to talk about some really unique stuff with him because he also is someone who likes combat sports, um, MMA. I, I used to fight as well. So I was trying to just ask him questions about philosophy and UAP, philosophy, the philosophy of violence and, you know, all these different things. And it was really cool to be there. And then the fact that she reached out for both, give me those tickets and to be a part of that, just to raise money for Wounded Warrior Project. Man, Kelly, thank you very much. I won't forget it. So guys, do me a favor, subscribe now and retweet this, get people up in here and let them know there's a chance to win five tickets to this thing. Jay Stratton's one of the speakers. Think about that. First public appearance is going to be here. So go ahead and get this out there. Let people watch us live. And I guess, Mike, I'll let you take it back over so I can retweet. Hold yeah, on. Before, let me let me jump in here. Go ahead. Can we post Shane's MMA record in the chat? Zero and one. Pro, zero and one. And he lost to the leprechaun from the movie The Leprechaun. Look, look, in my defense, <laughs> before the war started, 
I had one pro fight. I went, my guy didn't show up and I had a chance to fight, but it was the only other guy that didn't show up was two classes up. I fought him. He was a Gracie student. He beat the shit out of me. Hey, it was fun. We had a beer afterwards. No big deal. But then the war started. I didn't much have time after that. So you're a jerk, Toby. Way to make me feel like poop. Yeah, good job, Toby. Um, Did you think lie? Now, amateur's different, but what's amateur? He was going to lie like 90 and 0. <clears throat> All right. Hey, so my only bef- professional fight, my granddaughter choked me out. Rear Fair naked enough. choke, submission in the first round. Makes sense. I've seen you play Xbox before. Um, <laughs> That's terrible, dude. <laughs> hey. uh, be- before we get started, no, no haze. Before we get started, everybody go click the link tree link down below. It has all the Roswell UFO podcast links. Um, Go check out our most recent interview with uh, James Fox. I thought that was probably one of our better interviews so far. Um, and uh, he's dropping a little bit of hints on what he's working on next and everything. So, yeah, that was a good episode. Um, and, yeah, just follow us on all the social media uh, apps. Uh, we're pretty active on Twitter, if you don't know already. Um and uh, yeah, you can check out my other podcast, Mind Escape. Uh, we have a couple good guests this week: Andrew Gallimore, uh, who wrote the book Alien Information Theory and Reality Switch Technologies. Um, and yeah, just lots of good stuff going on in general. But yeah, all the links are down below. Um, even the Wounded Warriors I mentioned before, Shane was talking about, and I'll get his link in there as well. Um, but yeah, I thought we would talk about what's been going on the last week or so uh, between the balloons and the possibly not balloons and people fighting about whether it's balloons or not a balloons. And then today, the White House press secretary making everybody laugh. Um, oh, and Toby was on a call from the Pentagon. We can talk about that, too. So um, why did they pick Toby? I don't know. But we'll, we'll get to all that here in a minute. Um but I, I just want to start. This whole thing started with the first balloon, which was seen hovering over the U.S. They eventually waited till what was it off the coast of South Carolina, I believe, to shoot it down. Um, and there's pictures of it, and it looked like a massive balloon with like a little thing that looked like a hanging satellite, almost like one of those satellite arms that you see in space. It kind of looked like that a little bit. So I don't know. Do do either of you any have anything to add to that before we get going? I'm retweeting. I didn't listen to a thing you said. Who, who are you again? What? I, I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> no, bro. I, I'm actually literally retweeting this. And I can't do two things at once. You know this. So okay, I'll keep going. Um, you keep going, bro. So yeah, that was the first one that got shot down. Um, and since then there was come town Alaska. <laughs> uh, if you haven't checked out my meme, go check that out on uh, the Mind Escape. Uh, <laughs> The Mindscape Instagram page. You're the worst. Uh, but yeah, so one was shot down over Alaska. They recovered it. Uh, one, I guess, was shot down over Canada that Trudeau uh, order asked Biden to shoot down or whatever's going on. Um, and supposedly it was in too cold or too um, treacherous of a terrain to kind of get that one recovered, supposedly. I don't know. That's at least what the last I heard of it. Um yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, I have my thoughts. I don't, I again, I believe I've seen weird anomalous things in the skies, like orbs and things like that. Um, so I don't, a lot of the stuff I've been seeing the footage of does not look like 
what we would call the phenomenon to me at least i think it looks more just like balloons spy craft stuff uh you name it i think shane you mentioned novel spy stuff i mean that yeah it could yeah, be any of them no yeah novel spy tech yeah so i mean toby you were on that call with the pentagon what were they saying or what was the what was going on with that uh, well, it started off pretty interesting. Uh, there was some jazz music, someone shuffling papers, and then it led into someone watching the Super Bowl on a hot mic. <laughs> that got stopped, and then a woman started talking about buffalo wings. So my first Pentagon press briefing was everything I hoped it could be. <laughs> uh, essentially, they were given the opportunity to rule out extraterrestrial origins of the object, and they didn't. And that's what led to a lot of the speculation today and which, as you were talking about the White House press briefing where they came out, they did the, you know, oh, haha, it wasn't aliens, everybody laugh. Um, it did come out tonight, though, that the object over Lake Huron, it, they missed it with the first missile they shot at it. So for a stationary octagonal shaped object with strings hanging from it, I just found it kind of hard to think that one of our fighter jets couldn't shoot it. Yeah. So it, it did, the wreckage did land in Canadian waters. So the Royal Mounted Patrol is teaming up with the FBI to coordinate the effort to retrieve that. But as far as I know, the last update I got before we went to press was they haven't retrieved any of the three that have been unidentified. I don't even think the Alaska one's been retrieved. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm from Michigan. I live in Chicago now. Um, but I can tell you I've seen a lot of weird shit. I mean, Lake Huron is rife with weird activity. Maurice and I have seen tons of stuff. Maurice has made videos of weird stuff. He's When he was went out to shoot that comet Neowise a couple years ago, he caught some weird stuff in the sky uh, on video. Um, so yeah, you have that. And then I've seen weird stuff on Lake Michigan too. They closed down the airspace. My wife was actually flying back from Florida and while she was in the air is when they closed down the airspace over Michigan and Lake Michigan. I was like, Oh shit. Cause I think that's actually in the flight path when you're coming back from Florida. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this whole thing is just at a point where it's like, what are we doing here? Um, so I don't know how you guys, feel about it if you have a different take i don't think it's aliens or alien technology i'm always open-minded to new evidence but obviously they're not going to tell you like hey we found this specific type of a um you know drone or balloon or whatever that was collecting this data like they wouldn't share that because you know why we don't need to know that as civilians obviously it would be interesting for them to say hey this country is doing this, you know, kind of like they mentioned these Chinese balloons that are everywhere, but then now China's got their own balloons and other countries have balloons and stuff. So like what actually is going on? I don't know. Do either of you have an opinion on that? I think the most interesting factor is the timing of when the press briefing happened. I mean, during the Super Bowl, you know, at a time when I think the viewer numbers for the Super Bowl were 113 million. You know, not a whole lot of people are paying attention to all that's being announced. So, by the way, worst Super Bowl ending of all time. It was the most boring ending of a Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. 
I, I, I'll tell you that what I'll I tell you guys what I told them behind the scenes. That I know T Toby's a Cowboys fan, so of course he's happy the Eagles lost. So bet your ass <laughs> that I was very, very skeptical. Whenever, I mean, what gave it away that it probably wasn't UAP was we shot down, right? So, but what Toby? Yeah, was that's supposed to say we're just murking aliens for no reason. That's you know. <laughs> well, like, first off. This is something that I'm going to tell you right now. It doesn't make any sense. So if our government does take it seriously, and we know it does, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't shoot down something that they don't understand as far advanced or, or make that hostility unless it was something that they knew. Some of that doesn't make any sense. But I'll say the one over Lake Huron, right? There's some photos, some older photos of supposed crap from years ago that look identical to that. The, the hexagonal with the streamer looking things hanging down right i've seen that a couple times but the the point is none of this matters they're paying attention that's the best part they have the ability to so now we know they've been filtering out too much crap we also know that they have the ability to find this stuff with technology they've showed us video you know think ways that they track these so now there's no way they can hide behind it so what they're going to have to do is figure out, I don't know, they're probably going to figure out a way, way around this because there's no way they're not recording themselves what some of us are seeing all the time. No damn way. Well, what I nope. thought was interesting oh, okay. was they basically said the, uh, the filters on the radars weren't tracking slower moving objects. So that's <clears throat> how yeah, a what's lot of these his... things went unnoticed. They just came out, uh, they were talking about that yesterday, actually, your, Shane, your buddy Bob Pliskin or whatever on Twitter was tweeting out about how there was a bunch of gaps in the radar, and they haven't updated the radar in a really, really long time, and um, it wasn't picking up certain, I guess, altitudes or different things, like Toby mentioned, speeds and stuff like that, so... Um, yeah, I mean, and so I've heard people say, well, from there... Um, well, now we might be able to detect some of the other stuff too. Um, but I think it's important to point out that like, again, I don't, I don't think this is obviously anything alien or alien tech. Like some people are speculating. I will say that again, the timing, we have a weird balloon that we've never even talked about over our airspace. Then all of a sudden there's a bunch of things everywhere. And then all of a sudden, uh, they're not allowed to talk about it. So, um, again, I separate this from like my own weird experiences and then other people I've talked to because it just doesn't fit. Even like Shane's orb videos, those are completely different than what we're looking at here in my opinion. Well, it, let me interrupt you there, okay? The first object we clearly know was a balloon. We've seen pictures of it. Um, I'm not saying any of the other ones have, you know, extraterrestrial origin or anything, but the object shot down in Canada was a large cylindrical shape. They stated on the press conference that there was no signs of propulsion, yet it had a heat signature different from the area around it, which signifies something was going on. Okay, then you have the octagonal shape object with, they call them strings, but if you think about it, Jeremy Corbell in the past few months talked about a video he was sent of a military jet shooting at a jellyfish shaped object. At octagonal with strings hanging down, it, it, 
it has a similar description. I'm not saying that's what it is, Shane. I'm just saying they're giving weird descriptions about these things. I've Dude, this guy jellyfish, and I don't mean that mocking. Yeah, I've seen jellyfish, Toby, and I've seen psychedelic jellyfish too. So don't talk to me about jellyfish, okay? But I will say this: that that cylindrical thing, I I know what it is. One of those vacation uh, bananas that they drag behind boats where people you know sit on. That one of those got loose in the atmosphere, and no, but for real, how do we know? And none of this stuff ever is space junk re-entering the atmosphere. I know a lot. Some of that stuff will burn up and whatever. But who's tracking? Because there's so much shit in space, and we can't. We, we know are, what... we track almost everything down to the littlest little bitty thing. That's how we get it in, out of, out in the space, man. So they're they're space. bullshitting. There are sensors are way more developed than they're going to let on. That's part of the problem. They're fighting releasing information because that means they're going to have to give enemies information about our sensors, which are high tech. Because I know there's also you can read in multiple places. Uh, Ross cohorts in plain sight. I know uh, Lou drops a breadcrumb. There's other places, right? Uh, frequency, some kind of a frequency we can hear or something along those lines that that's how we can track. And so, but we give that to them. Then we also give that, to, if we give that, they give that out. The enemies also have that. So that's the boat we're in right now. They're going to fight tooth and nail. They're going to have to my, sweep shit. My other point, my other point is why are we just focused on, China and Russia, like there's not a million other countries that are probably trying to survey their own. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just so focused on like who's not to say it's not like you know Finland or Sweden. Well, you know, like theory. it could be any no, that's, other. That's you know. Or actually, a hypothesis is unknown. You know, there's an unknown country that per se that's doing the spycraft stuff that's developed or advanced in tech that we don't know or haven't spy crafted yet or you know spied on that that's actually one of the things but that's that's a pretty you're hell you're better off with aliens man than you know extraterrestrials and something along those lines because you the united states has their fingers on the pulse in most places yeah they'll miss something here and there but that's a pretty big miss anti-gravity tech and stuff like that and if you're just talking about the spy balloons not all these are spy balloons that people are seeing i was just making the reference that this is awesome because this is good for uaps which we do know exist because we have the ability they have and always have to track pretty much anything here so and if we're able to video it and we know that they've also caught it on satellites and stuff like that so that's a it's all a really good thing and is it not and i was actually going to ask real quick while i'm thinking about it toby talk about your uap med article too Uh, yeah, so that came out in Sunday's edition of the Roswell Daily Record, and UAP Medical Coalition is a nonprofit that was founded by Ted Rowe, the founder of NARCAP. He's also involved in the AIAA UAP efforts. Uh, basically, what the organization is trying to do, and Shane can attest to this because he's part of it, <clears throat> they're trying to help medical professionals and therapists uh, have resources to deal with experiencers when they come to them. So, you know, so many times people that have these experiences, they're just, they're treated like they're crazy, regardless of the fact that we know these phenomenon are real now. Um, so if someone goes in and says, Hey, I was abducted, you know, or this happened to me, I saw this instead of the psychiatrist immediately just putting them on a bunch of meds or getting them in a psych hold, you know, 
we want to educate these professionals so they have a tools to actually say, you know what, this is real. We should look further into it. Um, Shane, I'm sure you can talk about how the uh, medical profession handles this right now. So one of the reasons UAP meds super important to me, and let me stress that something that's no one's thinking about and no one's trying to fix is when you have an experience, sometimes you get trauma from just the experience, PTSD. And if you can't be taken seriously by a doctor, or if that's considered adding, they add that to your pathology, right? Then there's no real help for you. You're not going to speak on it. I talk about this stuff in spaces all the time. And there's an intersection here. Um, mental health professionals are either giving people more medication or diagnosing, diagnosing, diagnosing them with something that they may not even have. I mean... I know people that have had a past, and if you had an experience, you don't want to talk about it because you know you risk a three-day hold. And when you value your mental health, like I did, you want someone to talk to. And I'm struggling now with symptoms of PTSD from my experience. And I only know this just because of being mindful from all the tools, Wounded Warrior, all these things I've already learned. And it's kind of silly that I, I hold some of it back because... Again, I, I I know I'm not crazy enough. I know what I can and can't say, where I can and can't say it. So what we're doing is, like Toby said, we're reaching out. We're letting people know and giving them resources and letting them know the other scientists and professionals that they can, you know, go to or read about to kind of, they don't have to take it from us. Uh, Ted Rowe, you got Study of UAPs, Astral, myself, Toby, Um Jesse, we got so many people that are helping out with it. And what's super cool about it is anomalous after effects is what I'll call these things. It's been littered throughout experiencers. Now, whether this is all one thing, multiple things, doesn't matter. Hell, go read Skinwalkers of the Pentagon. You have uh, Jay Stratton. Um, goes to Skinwalker Ranch, takes something home. His family man, my family, and I'm telling you right now, some of these experiences and PTSD can come from this. There can be health effects, you know? So one of the things that we do, and I actually do in my spare time, this is how important to it. Look for white papers on the subject because no one's really talking about it. I know Gary Nolan does, um, Ted Rowe. There's other people who are really starting to take this seriously. I know the A, was it, wasn't his, wasn't uh, the engineer, A, was it AIAA taking, having a whole new, UAP thing set up, right, Toby? Yeah, they're focusing on the um, overabundance of occurrences of encounters with these objects in the air and what it means to aviation safety. Yeah, so science. They're going to do science on this stuff. But my point being, there should be real scientists, I mean, doing lots of work on this stuff. There should be doctors and mental health professionals who are willing to listen to it to help pull people back from the edge because this rabbit hole, man, it's deep. And sometimes you just need someone to talk to, especially a professional, because not all advice is, is equal. And we're, we're trying to get people to the right people. So uh, we don't provide doctors, anything like that. You can always go to Opus. Um, the Opus network is really good if you need, need help and worried about that, but we're just trying to educate and it's super important to me. So, uh, if you get a chance, follow them and uh, 
check out the interview I did with um, Kevin Day of the Nimitz Incident. We'll be doing on our podcast. Who's coming up, guys? I know. I wanted to see if Tony you set it up. No, I, I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we're actually. I'm. Damn. I'm sorry. I had something happening here at the house. Um, yeah, John Burroughs, who was part of the Rinzel Sham incident, and he actually had to fight to get health coverage through the military. Um, John McCain was instrumental in getting him the help he needed, but as far as I know, to this day, his medical records are still classified, which. You can't see your own medical record. Something happened to you, right? Yeah. See, that's important. Here's the other cool thing. We're going to have him on here, and then I think we're going to get an interview, if I'm correct, with as UAP Med, where we can talk kind of medical after effects, be dealing with doctors, you know, that kind of thing. Correct, uh, Toby? Yeah, that's the plan is to have you interview him for UAP Med. Okay. I think the two of you being and it, veterans and experiencers, it just it makes sense. You guys will connect be, on that level. So, That'll be super cool to do. And and so look for That's why subscribe to the channel, their channel, UAP Med, because that's basically our channel as well. All of this is important to us because experiencers, veterans, man, these guys gave me a platform. These are my best friends here so I can help give back for people helping me. So I'm super psyched about it and be expecting a triplet trip report from Portland. One amazing experience that I needed and I'll tell you all about it. So. No, we can't wait to hear about what happened. Oh, yeah. All right. So back to the uh, balloons um, or whatever they are. Toby said they're UFOs. Um, well, technically they are until they they're identified, right? Once they're identified. Well, they, be, they have been identified, identified by somebody. Biology. They've been identified All of them, by somebody. Right? The identification hasn't been announced. So. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't been announced. Somebody's identified them. So it doesn't matter unless it's public knowledge. It's oh, still look, a UFO. That was Ted. I know Ted. Bottom line is, what do you really think they are? Again, I, I just don't think it's a coincidence. There's a I lot. Think of, let's just say, devices. yeah, and, and let's just say there's other shit going on that it would be in best interest to divert attention to something like this as opposed to other things that are going on that people should pay attention to i i think yeah, I, there's a really good question in the chat <laughs> shane you want to go ahead and read that i can't really say yeah very last comment shane's thc overdose who asked that shit <laughs> <laughs> how do you know yeah um, yeah this dude just tried rick simpson oil for the first oh, so time. Okay, what had happened is this. I didn't know what RSO is, okay? Had no clue. This is a legit mistake, guys, but this is also why you read instructions. So RSO is basically an entire plant, if from my understanding, basically distilled to all the good stuffs in one little of those syringe-type-looking things. And on the package, it says take one little drop, you know, ascertain, you know, and it lasts. And it'll, it, they, people with pain can do it. Before I read yeah, I that, think you though, had the I'd darker. Already... I, there's a lighter one, and I think you had the darker one. And they, they're both. I think they're alcohol distilled. Um, yeah, yeah, like just strips everything off the plant, not just the THC. Yeah. and I did. Uh, I think uh, basically out of each one of those, you're supposed to do a, a drop. I did an entire one and another and half of one before I read that. Oh, 
I tell you what, my hip pain, I didn't have hip pain. I actually walked around Portland. It was awesome. I mean, yeah, it was awesome because I actually walked around for a minute because it was vacation anyway. I was up there chilling. But yeah, read the directions, guys. RSO is straight up great for pain relief, though, because it's got loads of CBDs and all that kind of stuff. And my brothers hooked me up. So I got I got people over there that can get decent RSO as well that's, you know, not as expensive because stuff can get pricey. So, and I actually we'll talk about this in the trip report. I met a doctor who's opening a psychedelic clinic for vet, and he wants me to come through to help us and get veterans because I can tell you right now, our government needs to be looking into that stuff too. And psychedelics for mental health. Yeah, dude. I don't care. They can talk about anecdote all they want. I can tell you right have now. Have them look into it, bro. What do you, have you ever heard of MK Ultra and all the other? No, I, I know that. No, programs. I'm not saying for veterans. For no, the I war, get it. Combat veterans with the PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is. It's maps. still scheduled. Yeah, I know. You know what I, I mean? They're not looking no, into it. No, apparently shit, you bro. don't, bro. No, no, no. We're getting into it right now. <laughs> they need to do what you're saying, but they won't. They already know about it, but it's not going to. It's it has to be no, lobbied for. I don't think they for, understand like, it as medicine. Uh, you're right because they're old, so that's yeah. The I main think problem. I think they look at it as more as a tool, like a war tool, but I don't think they understand it as medicine. No, they don't. Like the shamans did like they're looking. That at whole it now, generation you know, was the the during the invention of the war on drugs. So you're, that's a lost cause yeah. at this point. So I agree. I'll be taking so a nap when y'all are done. Wake me up. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, who says it? It's like science uh, progresses one funeral at a time. It's true. You know, when the old people die, you can move on to yeah. bigger, better things. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, so the whole balloon thing or whatever it is, yeah, we don't know what the other things are. But the chances are if we just upgraded these radars, there's probably a bunch of shit that we just weren't paying attention to before. Hopefully... Um, they're just saying that, I mean, because that sounds kind of sketch. Like nobody mentioned these things before, and what they didn't show up on any of the radars. Because it said that one was in the path of a a commercial flight. So, like, isn't that a big fucking deal? It's a huge deal. So I don't, you know. Well, well, the deal is, what has happened is. They have the ability with uh, surveillance type satellite, whatever you want to call it, right? But they have there's so much information and data they utilize monstrous computers, you know, to go through the data, and they have to set filters up. And what they've done is they set those filters for specific speed, you know, things that we can think of, not things that we can't. And so now I think the talk, you know, now we know that they can. I think that'll change. And, I, and they've been using it for that. We know they have. It's just a matter of getting that out. Gillibrand's on it. I know it. It's Lou, Cahill, shit. The bit, one of the biggest things that happened, I don't know how much you guys read on the topic. I knew it when Lou was talking about it. Never heard about it. I know. When Lou was talking about it, I knew when he's saying somebody was coming out, it was Jay Stratton Axelrod. Who and I can't stress enough how as a veteran as how important this man is to this topic. So this guy, plus his experiences, he's an experiencer and his family's an experiencer. So Lou, him, Chris Mellon, all these people, I'm telling you right now, anybody on the other side, you might be checking yourself. Hey, matter of fact, Mike's gonna have to go for a ride on the woo train. 
I haven't seen Mick West post now that you say that. So you're sure he's Axelrod? He's, because... he's Pepe Silvia in his house. He's got a board <clears throat> up. He's just going nuts right now. Yes. Um, I'm just saying, I was talking to someone very, very well connected, and when I brought up the fact that he's thought to be Axelrod, I, the response was, is he? What do you think? Right? Yeah, like because I would know, right? I'll tell you this. So Ryan Skinner, you can follow him on Twitter. He asked, I think he released some Facebook conversations with him a long time ago. And, and there was a photo with him NVGs. And it was almost always kind of known, but not quite known. But it is. I mean, even, you know, Joe says, you know, quite a few of us, I even think so. Hell, I knew enough that I thought it was that I, I looked for Jay Stratton where he was just to get an interview with him, right? To, to try to, you know, hoping that he was coming out soon because I also thought that's who Lou was talking about. And sure as shit, he was on, was it weaponized? Uh, with George Knapp and uh, Jeremy Corbell. So I was I was just like, holy crap. And he's also, guess where? Alien Con, March 3rd through 5th, weekend passes. You can win through Wind Warrior Project. You got to be following and subscribing to our channel and uh, Twitter, though. So, so yeah, his first like public that. speaking appearance. That's Hell, that's a huge yeah, deal. Dude, I I tell you what, I wanted to be there so bad, but guess where I'm going to be? You know this, Toby. Not here. What the? Fuck? Where? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, no, we've we've got a lot going on. UFO Expos also coming up, uh, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. We're going to bring Mike in through Zoom so he can be on a big screen looking down at us, dropping knowledge bombs. I'm going to tell everybody to read a fucking book. <laughs> yeah. And we'll never do another conference again. <laughs> and here, we'd like to introduce Mike. You guys should just read a book. No. I'm going to be nice. I'm always nice. I just think that before oh, people that start... Really what you think, bro? I, my whole thing is if you're going to spend 25 minutes fighting with somebody on Twitter with about nothing, something you know nothing about, you could spend that time going to learn something then bringing it back and actually having a conversation. That would be my only point with that. And I see that with like a ton of people. So it's not just, uh, you know, uh, a rare thing that happens. So that's just a little thing I get into, but, Oh, Daniel, by the way, the vortex, uh, my whole thing that I was bringing up about science progresses one funeral at a time, that was Max Planck. So thank you, Daniel. Um, you know what I'm he, talking about? Meeting Daniel. Yeah. Chase. I wish I was going. Kobe. Daniel's, you know. We're going to have a party, pillow fight. Bam. Good, lu good yeah, luck the with pillow, that one. The pillow fight is on. <laughs> let, me, let me say this now. I pulled up the Alien Con uh, schedule. Friday, March 3rd, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. is badge pickup. So it runs through Saturday and Sunday. Um, TheAlienCon.com if you want more information. But, yeah, these are $120 passes Shane's giving away, and it gets you into all of the lectures for the weekend. Thank you, Toby. And like I said, it's crazy how – all these tie together for me. Wounded Warrior Project, Mental Health Treatment, UAP Med, Ted Rowe, Lou, all these individuals, my co-hosts, the fact that I'm even here able to try to help other veterans experience or anything like that because of Mike and Toby, my experience, 
Yakima Valley. It's I it's not lost on me. So I'm super appreciative and I'm actually super proud of Toby. I was all bro tweeting on him when he got into that. I was like, wait, you're joking, right? Are you seriously in the Pentagon briefing? After just writing that UAP med article, and I'm like, holy crap, man, you're knocking it out of the park, dude. And Mike is always carrying our asses with his tech know-how and then with his knowledge as well, keeping us grounded. So we got this shit. Yeah, when when I got the email, I thought someone was punking me. I'm like, why is the Pentagon emailing me? I thought you were punking me, dude. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm proud of you, and everybody is. So, you know, it's, you, you earn it. So. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm proud of you. What are you talking about? Dude, who I'm retweets all your, your shit? I retweet retweet all your shit, bro. I don't want to hear it. No, but in all seriousness, yeah, it it was really cool. That was my first uh, Pentagon press briefing. And like I said, it was kind of surreal how it wasn't anywhere near as professional as I expected it to be. Um, Until the people from NORAD, you know, and the DOD actually came on and then things calmed down. But it it was kind of (laughs) funny. I don't know if it being Super Bowl time you know had any effect on that maybe there were some journalists that had a little bit too much fun before the i mean i wish i wish i was on that call after watching the end of that game they're trying to fill the stands huh toby yeah so but yeah that's you know it it's just interesting because i turned on the news yesterday and on CNN and all the other channels, they were openly talking about shooting down UFOs. So it's that's the other it, thing. Toby. It's a surreal time to be alive, you know. Good point. Well, because regardless, like you just said, oh, go ahead, Tom. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're. I mean, like you're about to say, it's regardless of what these end up being when it's finally revealed. The fact that the stigma has been taken down so much that news anchors on serious news programs can talk about this on the air and they're not getting the laughter they normally get. That's a huge step. And I, I feel really honored because the Roswell daily record has basically given me the green light to report on these things because the owners feel, Hey, this is a real phenomenon. This is something that needs to be addressed. And I don't know if anybody got to read my article, but Ron Westrom, who, you know, he's a sociologist. He teaches at a, what is it, Eastern Michigan University? He was openly talking about in my article that alien abductions are real. I'm not sure if something like that has been published before, but um, it, it it's an exciting time to be alive because I get to talk about these crazy things that happened. And, you know, there's more in the pipeline coming down. I know Shane's helping me with a few articles, but I, I've got some things that I really think are going to blow people away. It's just a matter of when I can get it all put together and get it put out. But I just, I'm thankful for the Roswell Daily Record and the opportunity to bring the truth of what's happening forward to people. That's amazing, dude. I'm, I'm happy for you, proud of you. But wait, wait, wait. See, that's not lost on me. Where I was and where I'm at and how and who with. So... Like I said, I'm super appreciative. I'm excited. We've been working on something, a couple things right now. So, and then, like you said, a couple weeks. So, I've got a couple weeks that I'm going to be doing during the UFO Expo, uh, staying there in Roswell, working on projects. But also, during before, I'm going to plan to go down to Roswell for about a month because I have we have some documentaries we're working on, and 
I'm I'm proud and excited and I, I, I can't be more thankful because the support and the people that are, have always supported me, even though my past and they see me crawling and they see me screwing up and man, you too, my besties. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, I mean, it seems like everything's come together for a reason. And while we do have some really big projects in the works and some big announcements, we unfortunately can't make them yet. But as soon as we can, Shane will be on Twitter spamming everybody. I promise you. But, dude, I'm sorry if you heard my son over there yelling on Fortnite or whatever the hell game he's playing. Do I need to slap him after the podcast? Okay, I do. My, my wife said yes, I need to slap him after the podcast. I'm actually playing Fortnite while we're talking. Perfect sense right now, dude. Hey, like I said, thank you guys for following us. Make sure you always check out Mind Escape too. Uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Mind Escape's podcast, my, his podcast. And some of the people that I've, I've actually been on there with have blown my freaking mind. Some of the reading I've done on Alchemy because of P.D. Newman. Um Open my eyes to things. And so it's cool that I had these opportunities. And then military witness to UAP with veteran brothers. Dude, you know how cool this shit is? To talk UFOs with so many different people and then other subjects completely learn about them. It's amazing to me. So pretty cool shit if you ask me. And it's the perfect time. Like they said, the world's about to explode. We're in a different place now where scientists used to hide this stuff. The main point of Toby's upcoming article, I think, if you is um, the fact that engineers and scientists are about to take this seriously for the first time openly, groups of them, all over the world, where it used to be behind scenes, visible college, that type. No, not so much anymore. I know you have Avi Loeb in them, but I'm talking about a serious effort, engineers and others, to figure this out collectively. Actual science being done, which is collaboration. Before it was compartmentalization, right, Toby? Yeah, and I mean, the fact that the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics is taking a deep dive into this with people like Ted Rowe and Ryan Graves, to me, speaks volumes to the reality of what's going on and what people like us have known was going on. So the recent shoot downs based on the radar adjustments, just it makes you wonder what, what's been floating out there in our airspace this entire time that we never knew about. I mean, I'm... I'm sure there's, you know, things that won't be able to be explained on top of things that will be. Hey, Mike, ask Toby what he, his, ask Toby my favorite question he asked Ryan Graves. What was your favorite question to Ryan Graves, Toby? <laughs> Not my favorite question, Shane's favorite question. My favorite, question. bro. It's something I would have asked him. I actually wrote a, I, I wrote a lyrics about it, a poem about it. So I'll put that, if you go on Twitter, you can see my, just go ahead, Toby. We'll we'll finish. We'll go ahead with that next. Okay, so someone whose identity I won't reveal, but it's probably in the chat. Chase has a slight love for frogs. Had me ask Ryan if he could fly a UFO. What type of UFO would he fly? <laughs> and you guys know then... me well enough by now to know I I put on the Thug Life glasses during the Zoom call with the Pentagon. I I do stupid things all the time, so. I asked. Hey, but then I saw that Chase had tweeted that exact thing. And then it popped in my head with Ryan Graves. I was like, 
if Ryan Graves could be a UAP, what kind of UAP would he be? So I wrote a little poem and I put it, I put, it's on Twitter somewhere. You gotta go check that out. Make sure you give us all a follow, but yeah. So it's on there somewhere. The only reason I got that was because that genius question. That's the kind of question that people need to ask. It's important that I would have asked, right? He'd probably <laughs> laugh his ass off. He he did laugh. I I prefaced it with by an idiot from the internet asked this. <laughs> but you know what? That reminds me next time I'm gonna actually ask him that. If you were a UAP, what kind of UAP would you be? That's my next question. Right? That's a good one. It's just as deep as yours. Do you have the answer that I emailed you he gave? Yes, I do. I'm going to actually uh, I'll, put, I'll actually yeah. show everybody. I'll put it out there later. It's funny. It's pretty good. And that's cool, okay. though, too, because it, light, it lightens everything. And that made me laugh. I was like, no, you didn't. And then I knew who it came from soon as I heard that you asked it. I knew. Because, I, like I said, that's who I actually wrote. They ended up writing the poem. And that shit made me laugh my ass off ridiculous too funny it was anything to say mike you guys are hilarious Um, we are hilarious i'm proud of him though he's he's funny but he's working his ass off i said i'm proud of him you guys can uh you guys can congratulate each other uh at at the expo um, that's supposed to be I'm giving us both awards. <laughs> that was just creepy sounding, bro. Uh, <laughs> that's weird. Um, no, it's actually not. It's, it's on point. Um, but no, I, I like I I said like Toby, that's sick. I mean, in terms of like the writing the articles and stuff like that, because that does show like a shift, kind of as you mentioned. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have a different take on this. I thought this weekend I got pretty, pretty, you know, meditative state wise, um, thinking about this kind of stuff deeply. Um, and just like philosophizing and like, I just don't think that given the response to that, I mean, it just, I still don't think even if something were to like land in the airspace and just hover there or like from the movie Arrival where it's like that sideways spaceship just like floating there, I think people would freak out still. Um, I just do. I'm, I'm not saying they're not ready or we shouldn't know or, you know, we're not allowed to know or whatever, anything like that. But I'm just saying like, I was just thinking if this was real, like how would I react? How would people react? Um, well, even, actually, I didn't think about it till, uh, Bob Pliskin had retweeted the fact that the government was using the terms UFOs and they were at the time they weren't ruling out extraterrestrials and it was being put out there and everyone was just tuning into the Super Bowl, minding their business tells you the opposite that they're not going to freak out. They really didn't give a shit. Right. I mean, it was out there. It was, they were actually saying terms they've never used before. No one paid attention. Toby said so himself. Right? Yeah, I mean, that. that's why I said the timing is curious. If you're going to float that out there, talk about UFOs, uh, not comment on whether extraterrestrials or is aliens Is your dog involved. snoring, Toby? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. It's not, it's not actually not that bad, but I just, what was that noise? It was probably a fart. No, it was a dog snoring. I know what a dog snoring. 
Go see that tweet. You'll understand. Dude, I got I have etiquette, bro. Okay, I mute myself when I'm not talking. Anyways, the fact that they were using these terms, you know, and people in the press conference, they weren't laughing. They weren't making a joke of it. Was interesting, and it was an interesting turn from today when the White House press briefing happened, and it was brought up twice. There was laughter in the crowd, so I'm not sure if, you know, what changed from last night to today, but yesterday when the Super Bowl was going on, and they're saying this crazy stuff like, "Hey, we're not, we can't deny that it's aliens," you know, we can't confirm or deny anything. Nobody giggled, but today it was, you know, hilarious. But that's cool. On your part, because Rosal Daily Record takes it seriously. You will. Um, Mike does. I do. I know loads of people. Uh, Kelly Chase. Uh, loads of people that I could just name all day long that I think should be talking about this subject in place of these morons that are just oblivious, right? George Knapp does. Jeremy well, Corbell. And, yeah, loads and how, ma- how many of these... Are- yeah, and how many of these people that have stood at that podium have just lied to us? Like, I don't give a shit what they say and laugh, whatever. Like, I don't, you know, like that doesn't affect me. I know what I've experienced. I've talked to million, millions of people that have experienced weirder, similar things. So, um, like, that's what's like, I, I get it's important for like other people to see that or whatever, but and it has like a negative impact if they do witness, oh, they're laughing about UFOs, whatever. I get that, but it's just like, like do we we're at a point where i think most people can kind of see through that though at this point too it's no it's no longer this um believe all authority or anything like that kind of thing and not that you should question all authority either i'm just saying like in terms of critical thinking i think you're seeing a lot more of it out there and i and i think that if we're going to find where we're going as people in a society and whatever it's important to figure out who we are, and I don't think we really have um, a common goal. It's, it's, everything's too scattered everywhere, and I think that that's part of the problem. So I think that comes down to belief in some higher thing than yourself. Uh, ultimately, if we're talking like breaking it down to like a bigger picture, look at it. So if we're taking that approach to it, I think that the alien thing's lucrative in a way because it technically is statistically possible via science and mathematics. And if we're being real, how many people have had weird experiences? Obviously all three of us are experiencers. We've had many experiencers that we've talked to in Twitter spaces on this podcast on mind escape. We've talked to tons of people that have had weird or similar effects, you know? So it's just like, or experiences it's just it's to me like i said it just doesn't matter when i see people laugh anymore because it's like all right well what do you know you know i'll tell them to read a book because you know like it comes down to uh i know what i've experienced i've looked into these things pretty heavily so i don't know i have no question that something weird's going on and i've mentioned at very least what it could be and then at very most what i think it could be so right on man so hey uh why don't we go ahead and wrap this up for the night? Yeah, uh, talk about the giveaway a little more. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up with another plug for the giveaway. So, I'm a Wounded Warrior alum. Uh, 2017, I actually just got back from Portland. Uh, they sent me up to Cedar Hills. I didn't even stop by. I was going to get some video. But that's where I ended up getting kind of getting my shit together. I, I got clean, been clean since then. I was struggling with mental health. 
had my UFO experience, PTSD from, you know, this whole thing, but they've always stepped in. Matter of fact, I just got back from Boston. Wounded Warrior Project sent me to home base over there and I needed it right before I went to UFO Congress. And so every bit of this, every bit of the way I've went, they've been there for me. And one of the things I'm going through right now, and I'll share this, I've been dropped by the VA. It's a common damn thing. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous. Do they screw up your benefits? They screw up where you're supposed to be getting medical treatment. People like to tell you, well, it's supposed to work this way. Like uh, care, let's say, um, I think it's community care. It's supposed to, but until you call to get bills paid for and they don't, and you're constantly having to pay them, it's just a battle. Wound Warrior Project's never been like that. And I know there's this battle here and there about what charities you should give to. But I hope people can understand why I don't give a shit what they say. This one's my favorite, right? Because there's other people out there that I know that they can help. And my hope someday, dream, intertwine UAP Med and them. Somehow get them talking, you know, in some way, right? Because I, my last home base, I talked to my doctor. I broached it with my doctor for the first time. I wrote a script. And that's one of the things we actually didn't, working on UAP Med. So I let them know. So we work on stuff to talk to doctors, you know, let them know what they may experience, what they should, you know, these kind of things. Read a room type stuff because it's stuff that I went through, you know, on my own. I didn't really know what to do. I had people like, this is silly. Rob um, Heatherly, Shannon Scott, who I co-host uh, Witness to UAP with. Rob actually, good dude, man. Hey, I know you're going to home base. If you want to talk and we can come up with a, like a comparable real experience that you can actually tell them that may relieve some of these symptoms. Imagine someone having to do that for help. And I was people we do, you know, that's wild. And I shouldn't have to, it sucks. Like right now I I'm still kind of, and I need to reach out. Cause again, Opus network. I know there's someone in my state that, that will help me. It's just been tied for time. I've got lots of stuff going on. And then, that whole not having a doctor thing was kind of messing around with me, right? So sometimes you slip through the cracks. So do me a favor. Wounded Warrior Project, there's a link. It doesn't matter where you donate because it all goes to the same place. You want to donate to my campaign, great. Then you can screenshot your receipt. $25 gets you, I guess, an entry into the don uh, the five-ticket giveaway for AlienCon. And... One of those tickets is for retweets, the best tweet, and how many retweets. And it's weekend passes. And here's what's cool. Jay Stratton's going to be there. Besides Lou, Jay's one of those people that I, I'd love to interview, especially for UAP Med, because, again, after effects are real, and the more of us that talk about it and can look people in the eyes and, and say, take me seriously and be serious, the more people will take it serious, right? So hopefully, I Burroughs, Kevin Day, there's all kinds of people where it ranges from mental health, PTSD, to physical, to these other things that scientists are looking into. So the more scientists that do, and it's cool that we're, we're here doing this, and we're just trying to help other people out, kind of like UFO Twitter, and you guys help me out. That's all I'm doing. So thank you for the nice segue, buddy. I appreciate that. And Kelly Chase, Dr. James Madden. Thank you both for what you did, and I appreciate it. So all veterans, brothers and sisters, you know I love you. Wound Warrior Project. Cool. Uh, bro. No, I wasn't saying it like a... I know that, bro. I was messing with you. 
Uh, Toby, do you have anything you want to add before I wrap it up here? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Um, check out all those links. I'll add the some of the links that uh, Shane was talking about down below after we're done as well. Um, and yeah, you know, we were trying to, some stuff came up the last couple weeks and, uh, Maurice and I are still very busy trying to, uh, edit this documentary down. Um, I'll replay, I'll replay the, uh, trailer as we, uh, get out of here tonight. But yeah, so our first documentary as within, so without from UFOs to DMT will premiere March 10th through 12th at the Roswell UFO Expo. Uh, you can get tickets online at uh, ufoexpo.com. And, yeah, it's put on by uh, Toby's buddy, Tom Reed. And uh, they've got an excellent lineup um, of speakers and things going on. And Shane will be there. And, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it in person this year. Uh, but I'm going to try and make it out to the other festival, which is Toby's Film Festival, the Roswell um film festival when does that start is that the june 30th through july 2nd is that correct yeah june 30th to july 2nd okay and uh when are is that can people get tickets for that yet or no uh tickets will be going on sale here pretty soon so just visit roswellincident.com for updates okay uh, we also have about 24 speakers that are coming out to give presentations and workshops and you know, it, <clears throat> it's going to be a fun time. We're going to have Shane up on stage doing an interpretive dance of UFOs. So I don't think anybody wants to miss that. Nice. He's not lying. I've been working on it. Um. <laughs> no, he is lying. He is lying. Please, guys. Prompt, no, show I'm not. Up. Yeah, he is. Hey, look, it's going to be so much fun. UFO Expo, just us three getting to go live from there. Hanging out with UFO Twitter people, talking about this subject, and then again, getting to work on and show his documentary, which is cool because I'm in it. And his documentary actually helped me with some of my research, my location, and things like that. And it's all it's all connected, if you ask me. So UFO Expo, Roswell Incident in July. I'll also be at Alien Con, as well as, I'll say it wrong, Renville and Probably, I'm just going to do the, the, the world tour, do as much as I can. You're not going to be at Alien Con. I'm paying, so whatever. It's not like I get paid to do this shit. It's for the we, love of my family. We will be at Contact in the Desert. That's the one. What I say? I said Alien Con. I'm in Contact in the Desert. Con, I won't yeah. be an Alien Con. I wish Shane's I Shane's going to so many UFO festivals, he doesn't even know what they're called anymore. He's just going to. I, I, it's for real, but this is my people. I feel like I fit in 100% when I'm around other experiencers because even you know especially veteran experiencers because again that connection is pretty crazy and deep compared to other things right veterans experiences things like that so i got both of them the best of both worlds sometimes and it's cool to just the people i've met are literally the only people i talk to they're all from the ufo world and they've been so supportive and they've helped me in ways that i probably won't be able to pay back but i'm working on that right yeah and uh june June 30th to July 2nd, we have a great lineup. Um, Shane, Mike, and I will be there. We have Jonathan Dover and Stanley Milford Jr., the Paranormal Rangers. Chuck Zakowski's coming out. Uh, we have Ben Hansen. It 
we just have a lot of great names. John Alexander is going to be there, and I know he doesn't do a whole lot of appearances these days, so that should be fun. I got something else to add. This is for Toby's sake, too. Lou talks about UFOlogy needs to be burned down, and mainly because we need a way to take this seriously, scientifically, Dad, all these other things, but there's all kinds of reasons. Toby's working on that, man. He's bringing some good, smart people in. They're new to the subject, but some of the smartest people, genuine people, experiencers, he's making this experiencer heavy. And doing it because it's important to him. And, I, and you know how crazy, it's not lost on me that there was a time I was super sick and homeless. And I'm, July, one of the, I was one of the info drops I'm speaking. So be there. It's going to be freaking amazing. I'm putting a panel together too for, you know, experiencers veteran experiencers and it, it's gonna be this is because of toby and mike's gonna be a part of it this is pretty amazing stuff that whatever you want to call it uap's phenomena brought us three together we get to work together do good vibes type type of stuff because of this someone once told me regardless if your shit's real which now at this point i know yakima valley is it brought you to the church of Sci uh, church of ufology which is all that matters, right? Are you going to say sounds... Scientology? <laughs> I think he was. I, Scientology, I think he bro. was. I'm there too, bro. UFOlogy. But that's all that matters, right? So that's cool. I'm glad I'm with you guys. Yeah. We love no, you, I'm not bro. Scientology Definitely. yet. We love you. Now pipe down. Better, I, I thought he was going to say urology. <laughs> <laughs> that's that damn auto <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Check out all those links. I'll add all the links down below as well that I missed. And, um, yeah, just click on the Roswell, uh, UFO symposium link for our link tree down below. All the links are on there for all of our social media stuff. Uh, check out mind escape. My other podcast, I do some episodes, Shane's on there. Sometimes Toby's on there. Uh, I get Leah sometimes from Twitter. If you know, Leah prime, uh, and we have some good shows coming up and I'm going to be doing a once a month episode with, uh, um, PD Newman, who's, uh, uh, a buddy and, uh, he's been on a few times and he's a really knowledgeable guy. We're going to be doing a segment called, uh, psychedelic gnosis. So check that out. And again, Andrew Gallimore will be on mind escape here. Uh, I believe I got to check, I think Thursday I'll post that on Twitter though. Uh, when I look at my schedule, and we have John Burroughs coming up on this podcast, so look for that uh, on Friday. And I'm trying to think. We'll, we'll post about that as well. Uh, and, yeah, that's it. All the links are down below. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you very much. Please subscribe and like our stuff. Uh, and we are also on all audio platforms. If you are listening on an audio platform, please check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, we're also Spotify, Apple podcast. We do have video, um, episodes on Spotify, which not a lot of podcasts do. So check us out on Spotify. If you have not already leave us a nice review, we'd appreciate it. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Jeff Knox. Shout out to Figu. Shout out to who else is in here? Um, frog man, chase. Family, yeah. Frog, yeah. frog, frog lover, chase. He's a real, uh, Daniel Chase, man. Yes. Got you know him. what's cool? Wait, Jeff. We're going to be talking soon because he's going to be on one of the crews. He's going to be going with me, man. I, I plan on meeting up with him so we can go. This place is wild, Yakima Valley. It's because of him I know most of it. So Jeff's a cool dude. I don't care what anybody says. Well, that was, was that an get, insult get or a compliment? Headaches, Jeff's a cool dude no matter what everybody <laughs> else says. 
<laughs> Dude, Joe, I, I know people give him shit all the time. He knows it. Trust me, he battles. He don't give no shit, and I respect that. <laughs> I was hell just saying it was that, like a so backhanded compliment. Dude, I love you. You're so awesome. Yeah, just, everybody else thinks <laughs> everybody else doesn't agree, but my point is this: Jeff don't give no shit. He stands his ground just like me, and my and I would have him on a crew any day because again, you need every you need people that are genuine, and he is. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't mean to backhand a comment. Quit while you're ahead. I mean, you're. you're <laughs> quit while you're ahead. No, nah, I don't. I don't think I don't. It's all good. I think it's okay. But uh, yeah, we're yeah, gonna wrap it up. So I'm going to play the trailer for the documentary, our first documentary, and uh, featuring Shane and Tobes. And, uh, yeah, we love everybody. Stay safe out there. And we'll, we, we will be back Friday live with John Burroughs. So we love everybody. Stay safe out there. And good night. And sorry, Jeff. You know I love Is it real or is it not? That's what you're asking me. I still to this day can't find any rational explanation for what I saw. Extremely intelligent, apparently highly advanced, hyper-technological being. I think that we just don't look at the perception of reality in the right way yet. It got very close to the point that I could see just one big light and then it stopped and then it shot up in the sky. You know, you know you're not dreaming, but you wonder how real any of it really is. It dawned on me, it, it was real, this, this took place, but then I still didn't do anything with it, never said anything to anybody. There is some mind-altering aspect to these UFO encounters. Uh, a lot of people get a sense of missing time. I noticed that these three stars were kind of in a formation. It was a triangular formation. Condensed into entities or beings that uh, you interact with who are sentient. The chemicals which are going into our brain are making the unconscious archetypes come alive how things evolve from pure energy to matter. Definitely was kind of a paradigm shifting moment. And as we continue to evolve in our own consciousness, we will perceive of new modes of interpretation, but that may be dependent upon how this supposed phenomenon reveals itself to us. I'm not sure why we discredit the human experience when it's not in alignment with our current belief system. It's important to consider that, one, we don't really understand what our minds do under the influence of psychedelics. Uh, they all attest to the reality of some other realm. You call it the paranormal, doesn't matter what you call it, spiritual realm, supernatural, metaphysical, doesn't matter. The fact that we're essentially vibrating energy in a sense and that when this experience is over that that particular energy transforms and doesn't die because it can't die fills me with a lot of comfort that there is something else after this so-called here and now they show you how much of your reality is subjective and fragile and capable of being influenced by a psychedelic drug 
coming from a scientific background, you come up with explanations that range from geomagnetic to atmosphere to something that's physical in nature. There's a lot more out there that we don't know than we do know. So the entire system, the human body, is effectively a stimulation response machine. I think something's here. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it's from. It could be extraterrestrials. Until it made a full rotation and then it just hit an insane speed and just shot up straight into the atmosphere. I think that there's compelling evidence that psychedelics have played a significant role in human evolution over a long period of time. The our view of reality. The reality that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis seems to be this very, very thin slice of something far larger and far more As within, so without. From UFOs to DMT.